to another edition of the Pick and Pop Podcast. My name is Brian, and I'm alongside Aldrin. And today's episode is called Wingman, continuing on with the all-time great series. Yeah. Today we got the small forward position, the three, the wing. The wing, a and very important position. It sucks that we had to like contain this list of just ten because there's so many great wings. Like when you think yeah. about it, and guys who used to be a three that now play a four, like Giannis. So it's like. You know, it's kind of tough because, like, imagine having to include Giannis somewhere in this list. It would have been crazy. Yeah, you would have to put him at that point in the list. Yeah. It's, it's Giannis, you know. Yeah. The Greek that, freak. <laughs> the Greek freak. But that'll be the next episode when we get to the fours. Yeah. For the threes, we're going to start this off at number 10. we got Hoodie Mello. <laughs> <laughs> Mello was a beast back in his Denver days and his first few years with the Knicks. Yeah. Um, he's a scoring machine. Basically, he he could three level score, could shoot the three mid range. At when his prime, he was like a mid range assassin. Yeah, uh, he could take it to the hoop too. His athleticism didn't really last long. Like you remember when he first came to the league, he was pretty athletic. He was. But, uh, he got chubby. I think year two. Two or Braves. three. Yeah. Yeah. And he he never was in the best. It kind of reminds me of Harden. Yeah, he was never in really good Pierce shape too. Pierce, too, that's another guy who he was never really in shape, shape, but they were a bucket. <laughs> yeah, they just he was just a bucket. Um, He was really, really good in Syracuse. He won that uh, state championship. We got to remember that. Um, yeah, he put Syracuse on, him, on the map, put yeah. him on his back. When I think of Syracuse, I think of Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, it's funny because when he was coming into the league, people were arguing, like, who's going to be better, him or LeBron? Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy how the Pistons just <laughs> picked Darko Milicic over him. That was uh, he would have at least had one ring over there, at least, at least a ring like, or maybe even two. Maybe two, yeah. Uh, their reasoning was they had um, Tayshawn Prince, and I'm like, so, Tayshawn <laughs> like, <laughs> Prince is just a three and D wing. You could have made Tayshawn come off the bench, or you could have just traded Tayshawn. It's Tayshawn Prince. Yeah, exactly. I would have traded him or made him come off the bench. Because, I mean, you had Ben, I mean, Ben Wallace, you had Rasheed yeah. Wallace, so they were staying in the starting lineup. You put Melo at the three, you put Rip at the two, you got Chauncey, and then you got Tayshawn, who can kind of back up. You can back up Melo, or you can back up Rasheed. Exactly. I, I, I never understood that. Um, I, didn't, I didn't get that, because Draco Milicic was a, a big. Yeah, Darko was, he was a stretch big. Uh, he was definitely a bust for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he, do he was I mean, he got a great ring. in Euro League. Great in Euro League. He got a championship, I guess. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, with the Pistons, they won that year, and that was actually their his rookie year. That was the year that the Pistons won. Yeah. So imagine they could have got Melo. I think he was getting like three a game. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that's a baffling pick. Like they could have had Bosch, they could have had Wade, they could have had Melo. Yeah, uh, they. That's a big. They whiffed, bro. They whiffed on that. Yeah, and you know, it's you know, back to Mellis because like he was in a part of a historic draft class when you think of yeah, LeBron, Mello, Bosch, Wade, uh, even Kirk Heinrich had a pretty long career too. Yeah, he was um, Captain Kirk. I used to call him. This dude was amazing too. Yeah, Kirk Heinrich. He was like you just think of um, <laughs> Thibodeau and like Bulls. He's a Thibodeau type player. Yeah, yeah. And he actually he did his thing because if you remember, like. Uh, D Rose was injured a lot after he had that ACL injury. He was gone for like what two years or so. Yeah, you know he was holding it down as a starter. And he the was Bulls doing good. Were always respectable when he got there. Yeah, 
That was a great draft class. That's arguably one of the best draft classes. That the '96 with um, you know, Kobe and who was it? Uh, Ray Allen, I think Marbury and Pierce Jermaine were there. O'Neal. Uh, yep. Jermaine O'Neal, yeah, I think Steve Nash was in that as well. Yeah. So that was just a historic draft class, but yeah, with Melo, I mean, you know, obviously he didn't get drafted by Pistons. He got drafted by Nuggets and mm-hmm. went to the. It's crazy because he won Rookie of the Month. In yeah. the Western Conference every month, <laughs> but LeBron and he took his team to the playoffs and like, but LeBron won, you know, the Rookie of the Year, which is kind of crazy. I knew that was gonna happen. I knew that. Yeah, was gonna happen. I remember at the time I didn't agree with it. I still don't, because I look at it as like their stats were basically the same. Yeah. And Melo carried his team to the you know playoffs in the West as an AFC, whereas like LeBron wasn't even like close to sniffing the playoffs. They were rebuilding. Yeah, they were horrible. LeBron, LeBron that's that squad was horrible. Yeah, I think that's why they gave it to him because they were like, whoa. At the time, I think the award was just kind of an individual thing. Yeah, it is an individual award. It's just, and you know the politics, like LeBron was yeah. like the chosen one coming to the league. So, you know, exactly. why they, gave they were it to like, him we're going to give it to him. Yeah, but I thought it should have went to Melo. Uh, you know, I brought the team to the eighth seed, and every year that Melo was in Denver, they went to the playoffs as yeah. well. I agree with you on that. Um that take the whole rookie of the year. I remember even thinking about that, like, because you got to think about it. It was 2003. Yeah, that was we were early what, in on. eighth grade. Yeah, <laughs> early on. We were just going, we were about to go to high school. So I remember, I, I, I did like LeBron, and he was my favorite, but I, the, what, what I saw Melo was doing. Yeah, he was. And I was just like, well, Melo. He was getting 20 a game, scoring. The um, West was hard. The West was hard. It's no joke. It's hard to get in there. <laughs> and he made them a staple, a playoff staple, like, every year. I think he was there, what, for, like, eight to ten years, I think, on the, on the, on the Nuggets? Yeah, I want to um, say eight to ten years. And he, he went, what, 27 when he was to the Knicks? Yeah. Oh, he was, like, 19 when he first came to the league. So, yeah, about, like, eight years. Uh, and then, yeah, he went to the Knicks. Uh, but, I mean, it's crazy because, like, the, his growth where, like, his first two years, he didn't really grow much. Um, he was getting 20 a game both years. Yeah. And in his third year, he shot up to 27 a, a, year, a game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, he really has a complete offensive game. Like, when you're talking about getting buckets, like, there was a time when people would argue, like, who's a better scorer, scorer, him or KD. Yeah. Because they just both were just assassins. Oh, and his post game, I also forgot about. He can post you up. Underrated. Bully ball. He was just a strong one. Like, he wasn't in shape or anything, but he was strong. Yeah, you could argue and say that he was kind of like a power forward. He's a power forward now. Yeah, yeah. When he came to the Knicks, he kind of switched to the four. Um, you know, when uh, Woody had him in that spread offense. Because Amari wasn't reliable at that point. Yeah, Amari was washed at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so you had him at the four. You had Tyson Chandler at the five. And then you had, what, uh, who was it, Novak. You had um, yeah. J.R. Smith. Uh, no, I think it was J.R. was the three. And then you had Shump. And yeah. then... Um, Whoever was their point at the time, I don't even remember. Felton, Jeremy Lin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Melo, I, I mean, when he went to the Knicks, I was excited, but then I, like, thought about it, and I was like, he might mess up the team. Yeah, he's just a one-on-one score. Like, he doesn't make anyone better. Yeah. I he, wish he played defense, and, like, I wish he, he cared. Never played defense. Like, he can get 50 in his prime, but he could also give up 50. Yeah. <laughs> Like, especially now with the, you know, NBA with so much shooting in today's game, he's li- liable to leave someone open for three. 
It's just it is what it is. You have to just expect that when you <laughs> when he's on your team. I'm happy he's playing with LeBron now on the Lakers. Um, kind of a serviceable guy off the bench. So yeah, he can still like I say he's still a bucket. Um, you know, decorated career too, like top yeah. seventy five player. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. He deserves that. He gold medalist. Uh, yeah, I think he won like four gold medals. Uh, leads all-time score in Olympic uh, basketball for the U.S. team. Yeah, he's um he has a great resume. Um, he's just missing that that championship, and hopefully, I don't see them getting it this year. But hopefully, they get it. That's all he needs to just cap off a, a Hall of Fame career because he's the yeah. first ballot Hall of Famer too. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's respected around the league. People look up to him and. He has a lot of respect. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, <laughs> especially when you had them hoodie mel- mellow videos where he was just going in in the in the gym. Yeah, killing dudes at LA Fitness or wherever he was balling. <laughs> 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 he, he, he was shutting the league down, but that's why we got Mellow at number ten, one yeah. of the great scorers of all time. And so for number nine, we have uh, Mr. Paul Pierce. Um, when I think of Paul Pierce, I think of 2008 when he won that, that championship ring. team. Yeah. Him, Ray Allen, KG. His battles with LeBron um, were really good in the East. Must must see TV at those at those at those times. Yeah, I mean, he was yeah. Those are battles. Him and LeBron would go at it. He would like get up for those games. Yeah, he loved competing against LeBron. He did. Um, he was a clutch player too. Um, he wasn't athletic. Wasn't really in shape, um, but he was skilled. He'll get you buckets. Yeah. Uh, you know, he put those teams, especially in the early 2000s, it was him and uh, Antoine Walker. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Back in the days. Going Back in the day, holding it down. Holding it down, going up against uh, Jason Kidd and the Nets in the playoffs. Had those battles with the Pacers, too. Yeah. Paul Pierce has, um, he definitely had a good career. He was um, part of that legendary draft class. Oh, wait, actually, did he come in 98 or 96? I think he came in 98, actually. I think so. Yeah, um, he came in 98. So he wasn't part of that um, that legendary 96 draft class, but came in 98 for the Celtics. And he's one of the all-time, you know, great Celtics. Well, at least top five, I'd say, Celtics. He was a bad 10. pick. Yeah, he was a bad pick in the 98 draft. He was pick 10. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people. It's tough because the draft is just like a crapshoot, really. You don't know who's going to. Because you have to really, like, see into the future, kind of, and know who's going to develop properly, who's going to take the game seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you look at every draft class, when you go back, you do a redraft, a lot of guys would be picked in different spots. Yeah. they they I love those redraft videos because it shows you, like, wow, they, we could have had this guy instead of what we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like every team, damn near every team does that. Yeah. Um, Pierce is from um, Cali. He's um he's always been a Lakers fan, which is kind of uh, ironic, ironic, yeah. Because he's you know he got a drafted Celtic. by the Celtics, and he stayed there his whole career. Uh, not for most part. For the most yeah, part, yeah, yeah. yeah. His prime for sure. And yeah, for the, the most part, he was there. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, he went to the Brooklyn <laughs> I forgot Nets. he was on the Nets and the Clippers and, the and Clippers. Washington. Oh yeah, he was. He played for Washington. Um, they had a nice playoff win when he was there. He hit a big clutch bucket. Yeah, he's like yeah. I call a game. <laughs> <laughs> I call game. Yeah, I remember he thought he was gonna get that farewell Kobe t- tour. It's kind of yeah. crazy. He kind of messed up his legacy a little bit, just like because <laughs> he thinks he's 
don't get me wrong, he's an all-time great, but he thinks he's much better than he was. Yeah. Like, that video where he was trying to say he was better than Wade and, like, Jalen Rose and um, that girl, I can't remember her name, but they just roasted him. <laughs> you know? I remember that. I was like, oh, my goodness. Calm down. Pump the brakes. Yeah, he thought he was getting a farewell tour, like Kobe and then uh, Draymond Green was like, bro, you ain't Kobe. We don't love you like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's unfortunate, but, I mean, like I said, all-time great score too. Like, yeah. like I said, not athletic, but he can just get you a bucket. Um, he can go to the rack, can shoot the three, shoot the mid-range, three-level score. He had that. You, he had that. That iconic. Um, there was a. He had like his spots where he would pick, and then you. Oh, if you if he threw it up, it was automatic. Yeah, his mid-range was is underrated. Yeah, it was pretty automatic. It was automatic when he got in the mid-range. He was the number one scorer on that. Pretty much the number one option his entire career on the Celtics. Yeah. You know, even when KG and Ray Allen came there, that was, that was his team. He had a lot of bad teammates. I remember, like, Ryan Gomes. and like Ryan Gomes, Leon Al Poe, Jefferson. Al, Al, Al Jefferson was decent. He was decent. For he a couple give, years. He'd be, like, 18 a game. Yeah, <laughs> but he, was, he wasn't anything special. Yeah. After he left the Celtics, I... Didn't really hear about him. No, nah, he got traded for K- KG, and he yeah. went to the Timberwolves and mm-hmm. really do much there. Didn't do much. Um, He did a little good on Utah, but. Uh, I don't even remember when he left the league, honestly. Like, yeah, just he, just, about he just disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I don't even remember. He had a lot of bad teammates. Um, He had Sebastian Telfair, who was, uh, I think, is a bust. <laughs> he's a bust. Yeah, he's Marbury's cousin, like, cousin too, yeah, right? He was supposed to be the next big thing. He was a bust to me. A straight up bust. Yeah, Pierce had a mean turnaround too in the post. Yeah. He had a mean turnaround. You gotta respect him. Yeah, he got to and he got he got a championship. Uh it didn't work out for him in Brooklyn. They thought they were building the next super team. No, <laughs> they were a shell of themselves. They were a point. shell of themselves. But I, I feel like if Shaq gave him that nickname the truth too, after they played the Lakers. He had a, he had a big shot on them. Yeah, I remember I was watching that game because, yeah. like, that was my – as a kid, that was the Lakers with, like, my, my B team. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously a Knicks fan, but, like, I like Shaq and Kobe. That was my B team. I remember yeah. him draining that on them. Like, damn, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and Kobe really liked him, too. He definitely respected him. They used to play one-on-one in the summer. Yeah, Kobe did have a lot of respect for him. He's an Englewood kid, you know. Yeah, he's from Cali. And Kobe's from Philly. Yeah. And, and Kobe ended up being a Laker. Go figure. It's crazy because, like, if you think about it, he could have even played with Pierce in Boston, but the Celtics just didn't want Kobe. Why not? I have no idea. You know Kobe, like, coming up, he's always just been super um, cocky cocky, yeah, and arrogant, and I guess that wasn't the Celtic way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember they. he went to that. He, dra- he, he tried out for them. Yeah, they flat out told him to the face, like, we will not draft you. <laughs> like, <laughs> they made a huge mistake. Yeah, they did. They made you a know, big mistake. That was a huge mistake, but they ended up with Pierce, got that one ring. <laughs> you know, Kobe got five, but, <laughs> yeah, but Pierce ended up, you know, with career averages at 19 a game. Yeah. Uh, you know, five rebounds, three and a half assists. He kind of, yeah, like I said, he kind of ruined his legacy in the later, latter years because in his prime, he'd give you like 25, 26 a game. Yeah. You know, but he ended up his career, ended his career again, like three a game with the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> he had like 11 when he was in Washington, 13 in Brooklyn. Yeah, he, he, you, so you saw the writing on the wall. He kind of was washed at that point. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy because you would think he would have had a better ending just because he's a pretty skilled player. He just, yeah. Because his game wasn't built on athleticism. I don't know what happened to him. Maybe he just didn't care anymore. Yeah, it's just not the same. You got to understand he's been on the Celtics for so long and it's kind of like, all right. Yeah. I'm leaving the Celtics for what? Yeah, it's crazy that uh, everyone thought that Super T was going to do some things and they did not uh, nothing. <laughs> what were they? They were like seven seed or something? Something like that. They had Darren Williams, Isil Joe, and <laughs> they had Pierce, Pierce, and they had KG. KG. They all were. Well, KG and Pierce were washed. Darren yeah. Williams was. It's funny, Pierce called out Darren Williams because he was like, bro, like you got to be a number one option. You should be leading the team. Darren Williams wasn't really, I don't know, he didn't really step up to the plate when he got there. He he was sh- short stint. Remember when he first got to New Jersey? Yeah, he was beastin' when he, he was, was just by himself. by himself, yeah. I don't know, what. I guess he just, maybe it was just a bad fit. Or I don't he had know like Brooke Lopez and Derek Favors. <laughs> yeah, those guys was <laughs> trash back then. Yeah. Brooke Lopez actually carved out a nice career for himself. Yeah, Brooke, Brooke is doing good. Brooke's doing good. But yeah, so we've got Pierce at nine. And number eight, we got Dominique Wilkins. Oh, man. One of the greatest dunkers of all time. Mr. Atlanta to me. Yeah, when you think of the Hawks, you think of him. Like, yeah, I don't think about Trey Young. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. This guy, he had battles and dunk contests with Michael Jordan and uh, Spud Webb. Yeah. Just to name a few guys. Won a few dunk championships, uh, dunk contests. Uh, you know, pretty pretty much put the Atlanta on his back. Like when he was in prime, in his prime, he'd give you like twenty five a game. Uh, underrated player too, because a lot of people just think of him as a dunker, but you know he had a mid range. He could uh, streaky three point shooter. One of the first guys to recover from uh, Achilles injury too. Um, you know, usually that career is pretty much uh, career ending injury, but he came back. He develops his more of his other skills. Yeah, he just worked on his jump shot a little more. Uh, just became a better shooter. And he would have battles, like, even though he didn't win any championships, he would have battles in the East with, you know, Larry, P- uh, Larry Bird. Uh, you know, he had battles with MJ. You I know. wish they put more of a team around him. He really didn't have that number two guy. Nah, he played with, like, Kevin Willis. Yeah. Like, and just Spud Webb. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have that number two guy. He was, um, kind of wish Dominique was, uh, Dikembe was there earlier. I think maybe they would have made more noise. It wouldn't have made a difference. You needed a number two scorer. Yeah, Dikembe was just more of a different. Dikembe would have got a double-double, that's it. Yeah, probably like 16, 10. Yeah. That's that's about it. That's about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, where you're drafted matters because, like, we were just talking about uh, Allen Iverson, T-Mac off air, and those guys just never had the proper team around them in their prime. Which probably could have led to uh, T Mac having all those injuries and stuff, just having to do everything. Exactly. You know what I mean? And Grant Hill was washed by the time, not washed, but just injury ridden. Yeah, he was just knickknack injury after knickknack injury. It kind of yeah. it kind of makes you wonder like what they do on their off season and how they take care of themselves. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the nineties back then, they didn't have uh, the nutrition that we have. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. They, you know, it wasn't like. The, the exercise and stuff that we do, they, they didn't have that stuff. So it's crazy because if Grant Hill stayed healthy, he would have made this list, like, with ease. Yeah. He was supposed to be ease. the next MJ, him and Penny Hardaway. Yeah. They were supposed to be the next to take over because Grant Hill was um, – he was LeBron before LeBron. Yeah, that's what that's – what, um, 
That's what my uncles and my cousins used to tell me. Like, yo, Grand Hill is LeBron before LeBron. You know, Pippen, too, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the list, though. When you look at Dominique's numbers, they were, like, dominating. Like, he dominated. Like, even when he left the Atlanta and went to the Clippers in 1993, which a lot of people probably don't even remember, he averaged 29 points. And that's a lot. And that's, keep in mind, not in today's game where the floor is, like, spaced out and you have five shooters <laughs> on the court at all times. Like, this was, like, when it's hard to score, you're getting, like, laid out when you go to the rim. Exactly. Spacing was horrible. Spacing <laughs> was really bad. Like, he went to Boston in 94, got 17, 96 to the San Antonio Spurs. He got 18 over there. And then he went to Orlando, which I didn't even know. Yeah, four years later, you got yeah. like five a game. But you talking about like his prime, those Hawks Dude, years. Dude, 29, like 28, 25. 30, <laughs> 30, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was doing everything for them. And he would give you like seven, you know, five to six to seven boards a game. Yeah. Uh, you know, three assists. He was so. skilled. Um, I thought he was a better dunker than Jordan. I did too. He was a power dunker, and I think Jordan yeah. was more of a finesse. Jordan was more of a finesse. Um, you know, I probably get some flack for that, but I, I really do think he was a better dunker than Jordan. Yeah, easily I would say that. I always just like power dunkers more than finesse dunkers. That's just me. Yeah. Like uh like the Aaron Gordons and all that. Like you see like the dunk contest and stuff, like a lot of guys just kinda took from what Dominique did and just added their own twist to it. Exactly. You know, I mean dunk contest wouldn't be what it what what it is now it's without boring Dominique. Now. It's pretty much. I mean, outside of that one where um, Aaron Gordon and yeah, uh, Zach exactly. Levine went at it, mm-hmm. it hasn't been a good one since then. Where Aaron Gordon was like sitting in the air. Yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah, last episode I said the Vince Carter one was the best of all time, but I think that one when when um, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon went. That was your favorite. Yeah, that was my favorite. My favorite is still Vince. It was that. still the Vince, the one where he's like, "It's over." That iconic picture. That's <laughs> still my favorite dunk of all time. That was great. Uh, dunk contest just has so many great battles. You know, you think like I said, Dominique and Jordan. I think they ch- they went they faced each other around like three, four times, I believe. Um, you know, I think Jordan came out with two, and he came out with one. Uh, let me just double check that. But, yeah, I mean, when you think of him, back in the 80s, he was one of the top guys in the 80s. You know, like, uh, the Celtics and Lakers dominated that era as far as, like, championships yeah, and stuff like that. But, like, when you you talk about uh, one of the superstars, like, he was definitely one of those superstars in the league, along with, like, Isaiah, Jordan, Bird, uh, Magic, Kareem. You know, yeah. if you look at one of the top players in the 80s, he, he was definitely one of them. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. And and people, like I said, like you were saying earlier, people just think of him as a dunker, but no, he was everything for them. And I think that's that played to his injury because he had to do so much. Yeah, it's just like I said, these GMs don't do a great job of just building around their talent. Like, why would you draft like a generational talent and then not <laughs> give them the tools to succeed? And exactly. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. I think he played with Doc Rivers too. <laughs> yeah, he did play with, but Doc wasn't Doc yet. Nah, he was. Uh, he got. He was better when he came to the Knicks. Actually, Doc Rivers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like, 
I'll say Dominique. Yeah, he's a. I think he made it to the top fifty, right? Top fifty or yeah. No, did he make the seventy five? He made the seventy five. Yeah, I think he made it the seventy five list, which is crazy. He should have been a top fifty player. Yeah, definitely. I mean, career averages of twenty four points, six boards, two and a half assists. Yeah, he should have definitely made it, and it sucks that he didn't make it. But I mean, I'm glad he got his flowers now, but. I know people were pissed <laughs> when he didn't make that top 50. Yeah, that, I mean. And they always bring that up on ESPN, like Chuck and them. Yeah. They'll say, oh, I wish Dominique was on that list. It's true. Dominique should have been on that list. Shaq says he didn't belong on that list. At the time when the top 50 came out, no. But they projected it correctly. Cause yeah. Because, like, you know, when he ended his career, he's definitely a top 50 player. Yeah, now, now, yeah, now that just, you look. But was, Shaq was always yeah. like, I don't belong there. <laughs> It was early. They got him on there early, but uh, they projected well. Yeah. They projected well for sure. So the next guy uh, we got on the list, um, Kawhi Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, the claw. The claw. You know, he's still, uh, he's out right now. Yeah. His career isn't over yet, so he can still move up on, you know, the list at some point. Um, But, you know, at the time being, you got two-time champion with the Spurs. And you look at his grind, too, because when he was drafted, he actually was drafted by the Pacers, and they traded him to the Spurs. <laughs> they could have had Kawhi with uh, Paul George, with Danny Granger yeah. at the time. Oh, my goodness. That team would have been – they probably would – they would have given the East problems. Oh, yeah. Those three? Those three, yeah. That defensively, they would have been nuts. They could have switched everything. Yeah, they would have been able to switch everything. Danny Granger was underrated, too. He was underrated, too. He would have been uh, probably where he belonged as a third piece. Yeah. <laughs> and, you would have, and Kawhi had a slow grind because people just thought he was going to be a 3 and D guy, like, at best. Yeah, he he came into a league averaging seven points when he came to the Spurs. Um, he just kept working on his game, getting better and better. He got better and better, yeah. He won uh, the first championship with the Spurs. He won the finals MVP Yeah. as a role player, pretty much, at that point. He was, yeah, he was raw. Really raw. He just got better and better and better. He, uh, he mid-range assassin. Yeah. You know, could shoot the three. He's kind of an old school player when you Throwback, think about it. Yeah. The way he plays, the way he moves. Um, He's not super athletic. Nope. Not the least um, bit. I mean, when you think about it, like, he's really gifted, too. He has giant hands, great defender. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's a guy who he commands a lot of respect as far as for players around the league. Uh, defensively, like in his prime, he was such a great defender. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gave LeBron problems in that finals uh, guarding LeBron, those Spurs, Heat rivalries. There's a video of LeBron um, seeing him come back into the game, and LeBron's like, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember that video? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's bro. how good of a defender he was. He literally will shut you down. Yeah, bro, because, like, physically, he's kind of, like, same size as LeBron. And, and then, giant hands. <laughs> yeah, his hands are huge. Like, they were showing his hands. I remember he had that middle finger block. Yeah. <laughs> remember? That's, like. Uh, he was abnormal. Yeah, he had the him and uh, Shaq had the same size hands. Like I remember when he got interviewed by TNT and him and Shaq put their hands up together. It's kind of crazy. Good free yeah. throw shooter. Um, you know, unfortunately, he hasn't really been able to. Oh no, no, he did. He won that championship with Toronto as the number one guy. I forgot about that. Yeah. They used him as a rental for that year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was worth it. F- 
I think it was worth it because they weren't they weren't gonna Toronto's get a probably never gonna win a chip in a long time. In a long time, they're they're overrated. Like even uh, Masai Ujiri, he's overrated. Like yeah, they get so much credit like him being such a great GM and they know nah, how to he's build. He's overrated. He made a lot of mistakes in his, um, especially with Denver. <laughs> yeah, and uh, people forget like what about those years when he had Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan? What were they doing? They were winning yeah. fifty games every year and just getting thrashed. De- 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 everybody's talking about DeRozan now. Not to be off topic too much, but they're saying DeRozan's this, DeRozan's that. But DeRozan was doing that. When he was on the Toronto Raptors. Right. Just, <laughs> and then yeah. when he went to the playoffs, back Not to normal. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, the yeah. the Raptors teams is overrated, but he, he single-handedly – I mean, don't get me wrong. Those other guys stepped up. Um, what's his name? Pascal played well. Yeah, He was yeah, a young dude coming in the game. Van um, Fleet. Van Fleet was good. Lowry was good. Lowry was good. Their bigs were great. They did um, luck the into that. Yeah, they did luck into that championship with KD being yeah. out. And Clay also got hurt that series. Yeah. Uh, but it was just meant Clay to be. Clay got hurt in the game. <laughs> yeah, in the game. And it, but that, they had a good playoff run because if you remember that shot uh, that Kawhi took that game winner when it bounced like three or four times, mm-hmm. and it just went in. And you know it's just crazy to to think. Uh, it's be interesting. It's interesting to see where his career goes from here. But yeah, you know, speaking of Kawhi, one of the um, most iconic moments from Kawhi is when he had that weird ass laugh during his interview. Yeah, <laughs> where he's like, <laughs> "I'm a good guy." Yeah, he's like, "Oh no, you gotta ask me more questions." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Bro, who laughs like that? <laughs> that, that sounded so fake and forced." <laughs> Oh my goodness! Like you saw, you Missouri was started like dying laughing. He's like, "Whoa, what the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Who laughs like that?" I kind of wish he stayed in Toronto. Yeah, I kind of wish he stayed on the Spurs. To be honest, with yeah, Toronto I, he could have. He could have actually. That that's a actually a good point. He could have just stayed on the Spurs. Yeah, he could have stayed on the Spurs. because uh, I mean, you got Greg Popovich, like an uh, all-time great coach. Yeah. You uh, got DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray. And 10 guy. Those two together defensively, you know, they would have made it tough on teams. It would have made it tough, yeah. The only thing that sucks about Toronto or playing with um, the Spurs, like, it's going to be hard to attract another star to come play with you. Yeah. Like, it's easy if you go to the Clippers, you know, you're in L.A., uh, you know, it's Hollywood, even though you're the base, your team in the basement, but, like, you still get to live <laughs> in L.A. How shocked were you when you went to Toronto? I was super shocked. Yeah, I mean, he had no choice. He got traded there. Um, you know, like I said, like we were saying, it was a good gamble by them. It was a rental. They would have looked stupid if he just got there. They got bounced out the playoffs and, and he exactly. left. But, you know, it was a good gamble. And now they're rebuilding. <laughs> they got yeah. OG. I, but if he had stayed, like you said, they would have. I mean, Kyle Lowry would have stayed also. Kyle would have stayed. They would have had Van Fleet, OG yeah. Ananobi. They would have had uh, Pascal, Kawhi. Yeah. Uh, like defensively, like that team would have been tough. Like all those wings switching. Yeah, they would have been good. Um, you know? Maybe you know, maybe get like a maybe Serge would have stayed. They would have been a tough matchup uh, again for the Bucks too. Just because, like I said, all those dudes from Anobi to Kawhi and Pascal, they would have gave Giannis problems. Yeah, they would have because they would have had the length. Because that team is like they're small, but they just they're so lanky and like long. So they make it tough. Remember that lucky shot, that bounce shot that he had on the Sixers? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was for the Sixers. The Sixers would have definitely won the final. Yeah, yeah. Had, cool. they, had they passed that. 
with uh, Embiid and Ben Simmons. Yeah, at that time, because that's when Ben was actually like great. Yeah, yeah, he still wasn't shooting, but like he, he, he was, he got buckets. At he least. got buckets at least, yeah, at least, and he was motivated. That was good times. Was good times. <laughs> before I know. the drama, for I wanted them to pull it out. Yeah, I was rooting for them heavy because yeah. like their homegrown team, no like. You know, they didn't sign free agents. No one's clicking up going there. Yeah. They were just developed. You know, they did all that tanking. They ended up with just two guys, basically. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Because you think about Michael Carter-Williams gone, Nerland's gone, gone, Okafor uh, gone. gone. Like, they only kept two dudes, and now one of them's trying to leave. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just shows you. But, yeah, I mean, Kawhi, like, just all-time great. One of the craziest shots ever. Champion, still writing his career. Yeah, uh, well, you know we'll see. Like I said, he can move up on his list, or you Absolutely. know he's so unpredictable too. You don't he's know un- he, yeah. he could just retire tomorrow. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> he's an unpredictable guy. I knew he wasn't gonna come back. Yeah, um, no, this no, no. season. He, sh- I feel he like takes he probably, his time. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Because some guys too. Like, look at a Clay. Yeah, it's been like two years. D Rose took two years. Uh, remember Shump? He came too fast. He, yeah, he took like less than months. a year. Yeah, like eight months. So it's like you gotta be careful. And he was never the same. Nah. Uh, so you know you gotta be careful. I don't blame him. I think next year just take a whole year off. Um, come back. With Paul, I don't know about Paul George though. He probably needs a better number two. But I guess that's conversation for another. That's a conversation for another day. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Next on the list, coming up at number six, Scotty Pippen. Oh man, uh, number thirty-three. What can we say about him? I mean, he's. When you think of Michael Jordan and those Bulls teams winning those six chips, I mean, you got to throw Scotty's name in there. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, for people don't know, he was really, like, their engine. Like, he ran the offense pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the, he was kind of like, let's say, like LeBron before LeBron. He can he can run the offense. Guarded the best players. Guarded the best perimeter players. Uh, could rebound. Yeah. You know, he a guy who was a utility guy that could do it all. Um, and, you know, he had those years where Jordan reti- uh, retired to play baseball, yeah. took the team to the Eastern Conference Finals against uh, the Knicks, won seven games. Uh, they ended up losing, the Knicks went to the Finals, and the following year, Jordan came back towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but they ended up losing to the Orlando Magic. But nonetheless, I mean, they won 50 games with him and without Jordan. Uh, him being the number one guy, playing with Coach and, you know, the, the rest of the team. Uh, you know, he he shockingly didn't win Defensive Player of the Year in the 90s, but he was a great defender, like lockdown defender. Yeah, he was. Um, he he also can get you a bucket, too, when you least expect it, which he, that's what I liked about him, too. Yeah, he's a guy he definitely would have been able to play in today's era. Yeah, because he could do so much. He could do so much. He could do it all. And it's it sucks because, like, Guys who played in his era, like, he only really would get, like, in his prime 18 to 21 a game. Yeah. But it's like. That, that was, like, his average, right? Yeah, that was his average. Yeah. But, like, you know, back then, less possessions. The game was much slower. Yeah. You know, Jordan's averaging 38 a game. You know, how much <laughs> shots are left over for him? Not you know, much. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys like Skip Bayless try to take shots at him and saying he wasn't really anything special. But he was a. You know, solid number two option for Jordan. I mean, you got to put when you think of best duos in NBA history, it's him you and gotta put him, yeah, you got to uh, put six cha- six time champion. Better than Dumars and Thomas, Isaiah. I put them ahead of. Those yeah, guys. I definitely would put them ahead. I mean, uh, even ahead of Sha. Uh, well, Shaq and Kobe. I would. I'll put Shaq and Kobe ahead of them. I guess. 
Uh, no, I mean they got more rings together. So. They got more rings together. Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. You can't. I'd put them and had a Shaq and Kobe. If you're going too. by skill, then Shaq and Kobe. Cause yeah, Shaq is better than Pippen. Yeah, he's better than Pippen. I mean, Jordan's better than Kobe, but like the gap is much closer than Shaq. Exactly. <laughs> than Shaq and Pippen, for sure. But like when you just think about, uh, you know, those Bulls teams, like they dominated the '90s. Uh, two three peats, six championships. All star uh, MVP too. Yeah, he was all star MVP. Uh, they had the seventy two uh win season. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy because they had their second repeat. They kind of retooled, brought in Rodman. Yeah. Uh, you know they had a uh, you know Longley I think was at center at the time. Only Ro- Rodman had to apologize to him first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they used to have battles. You they know, used to those, fight a lot. The bad boy Pistons. <laughs> He used to get hurt a lot. That's when the NBA was physical. Physical, yeah. He had that migraine game, uh, Pippen. Yeah. Uh, now, sucks the t- kids today only really know him for his whole the fiasco with him and his wife in the future and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> they know all the bad stuff, but Pippen was a great player. He was the ultimate, like, number two guy. Yeah, like the ultimate Robin. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you think of, like, the ultimate number twos he's like comes to my mind like being yeah Pippen. yeah i wish he just more just kind of accepted what he was like there's nothing wrong with being that number two he's a top 50 player of exactly. all time six-time champion like yeah you weren't a number one but i don't mean you weren't shit like you know what i mean because look at rodman he came to that team and embraced his role he was so popular that they said even rodman's jersey outsold jordan's yeah, I mean, he was he a beast. stayed in his lane. Yeah, Pippen also didn't really have that superstar um, personality. Yeah, swag, personality. He just didn't have that. Nah, he never he, he, Like, he literally was built to be a number two. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was. I think um, Seattle gave up on him too fast. Because remember, he was supposed to be there. They drafted him but traded him immediately for um, Sean Kemp. Yeah. So you think about it, it could have been – I don't know how Jordan and Sean Kemp would have worked out because I don't think Sean Kemp would have been the same without a great point guard. Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't have been the same. So that actually was a good trade. It was a good trade for the Bulls. For the Bulls, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the um, Bulls. I mean, it worked out. The Sonics back in the days, they were nice. They went to the finals against yeah, the, they were nice. uh, the, the Bulls. Uh, they won 60 games a few years. Uh, they they were the first number one seed to be upset by an eight seed. <laughs> yeah, the Nuggets. They got beat by the Matumbo Nuggets. Nuggets. <laughs> and that dude, um, he was the first. He was Curry before Curry. Oh, um, um, Sharif Abdurrahim. Yeah, yeah. Is it Sharif? Uh, yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. What was his name? Mohammed or whatever. It's he like was Abdul Rahouf. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh yeah, him. And they couldn't stop the Kembe. The Kembe was blocking everybody. Shutting the paint down. Shutting the paint down. The Kembe had that turnaround. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but back to Pippen, too. After he won his six championships, um, you know, he didn't really last long after that. I think just being a two-way player and, like, back then he guarded, like, 94 feet, like, from the inbound. So just expanding all that energy and running the offense and being a two-way player, he didn't really last that long. Like when he went to the Rockets, they had that super team. Oh, he was horrible over there. I didn't like him over there. No, nah, he was getting twelve a game. Him, Barkley, Elijah Juan. Uh, liked him in Portland. I liked them in Portland. As a support guy. He was a great role player there. Uh, yeah. They were a great team, too. Great team. Great. Um, that ball movement was nice. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Sabonis. Stoudemire. Stoudemire. Stoudemire was underrated. Damian Stoudemire. Uh, Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. 
You know, I just wish, like, if Rasheed Wallace was, like, a true number one, they probably could have beat the Lakers. They could have, yeah. They, they That's the thing they say to this day, Rasheed never tried. Yeah, he just, I think he was just a role player, really, pretty much, like, just a glorified role player, <laughs> to be honest with you. He was never a star. Yeah. Um, he was an all-star, but, like I said, all-star don't mean anything. Like, Kyle Korver was an all-star before. Exactly. And Draymond's an all-star, so it don't mean nothing. Drew Holiday was an all-star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he's just a glorified um, role player. That that was the reason why they didn't win there. And then I think he ended up going back to Chicago just to retire there. But Yeah, he, he was getting, like, five when he went back. Yeah, no, um, nothing serious. He's beloved. He's loved by the Chicago fans, but you know, right now he looks bad because of all the stuff he's saying about Jordan. Oh yeah, he's trying to sell that book. Yeah, that book. I wonder if it's selling. I I don't think I'm. I'll be reading that book. Uh, yeah, probably not. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, think I don't so. really care to read it. Uh, you know, I'll watch a documentary on Spiffin. I guess if he yeah. ever does one. Yeah, um, definitely watch the thing. Um, so going forward, uh, we're in the top five now. So uh, we got Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor in the '60s. That's the throwback. Uh, you know, he's the pro- pretty much kind of was the prototype for the the threes today in today's yeah. game. Uh, he was the first player to do a Euro step <laughs> in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> you know, he went to the finals eight times. Played with Jerry West. His numbers uh, were amazing. Yeah, play. I played with Jerry West. Played with Will Chamberlain. It's a shame he was zero and eight in the finals. Um, and it's literally the year that he retired. He uh, actually retired in in the middle of the season. The Lakers actually went on to win a championship with Jerry West and Will Chamberlain. So if he had just stuck around for the rest of the season, he would have yeah. gotten his first ring. His Even if he ring. was a little washed, he would probably still would have got his ring. Yeah, he literally, like, he left earlier in the year, and they went on to win a championship. So, like, yeah. he should have just stayed on and <laughs> finished the year out. Oh. But, you know, he finished his career 0-8 in That's the finals. That's I wish that won a ring. He was so great at what he yeah, it's crazy that um yeah people don't talk about him and it's because of pretty much that like I do hate the narrative that like they essentially act like if you didn't win a championship that you were nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and I like, don't like that narrative either. Yeah, I don't like how guys are just automatically ranked higher than you because they want a ring. It's a team sport, you know. Rings should be, you know, if you have two guys that are close. Then you can kind of use the ring argument, but to just say like, "Oh, Patrick Ewing is not as good as uh, I don't know, like a Dwight Howard or something like that," because yeah. he has that ring is just nonsense. It's 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 nonsense. You know, but it, it's just utter nonsense. But I mean, because as you look at his career stats, I mean, he averaged twenty seven a game, uh, thirteen and a half rebounds. Uh, you know. You got to keep in mind also back then the stats were kind of really boosted just because of the style of play. Yeah. Uh, it was so fast-paced. It was even faster than today's game. But it was so fast. Like, if you watch a game on YouTube, like yeah. an Elgin Baylor game would, like... Yeah, because I mean, they didn't have well, a three-point line. So it's like... Yeah. And if you go to the half court, spacing was horrible. So you had to kind of really run to get easy buckets. Yeah. Um, but he would have seasons where he averaged, like, 38, 34, you know, 30, 29. He was just an assassin, uh, just scoring machine. Yeah, he was a great shooter too. A guy that was uh, ahead of his time, a uh, great shooter. Yeah, and you know, I think he—he's definitely a generational talent. Probably could have played in any generation. Yeah, he's um, a—he's one of those guys that yeah, are like those a, rare finds. Yeah, like a Wilt. Yeah. Um, you know, like Kareem, Magic, all these guys, Jordan. Like, I don't, you know, I don't care what era you throw him in, they'll be all right. He'd be, yeah, he'd be fine in any era. Um, yeah. 
he'd be fine. Uh, what was I gonna say? That uh, that narrative about like winning rings is it's it's getting old now. It's kind of like it really is, and it's not everybody's gonna win a ring in their career. Yeah, and it's okay if you don't. I mean, competition. Yeah, it comes. I mean, when you think about it, it's like that's the whole reason why KD and like LeBron did the super team thing because they're like, oh well, you guys tell us if we don't win a ring, we're trash. We're trash. So. Yeah, they hear <laughs> it all, every day. Yeah, so it's like okay, especially so LeBron. <laughs> you know, because even KD, he kind of realized he's like, all right, so if I don't win a ring, you say I'm trash. When I win a ring, you, you don't like how I won it, so yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna do what I want. You know, at, the at end that of the day. point, yeah. You to our viewers, I mean? um, these lists are strictly like players that individually are like good for their position. Yeah, absolutely. It's not. A, it's not about like teams. one more yeah. race or you know what I mean because because nah. it's a team sport. It's a team sport. Well, at the end of the day, that's why we have Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Five, and number four, we got Dr. J. Oh man, Dr. J. When you think of like basketball, like the face of the the. The basketball. basketball, yeah, and he was, he um, was Jordan before Jordan, like yeah. in the seventies. He played in the ABA, played in the NBA. Fun fact: us being New York Knicks fans, the last team to win a championship, uh, basketball team to win a championship, was the New York Nets when yeah. Dr. J was there. Yeah, <laughs> when he, when it was New York. Yeah, which is kind of sad to think about that, but you know, like yeah, when the, the ABA team, the New York Nets, were in New York, uh, they. Well, they're in New York now, I guess, with Brooklyn. <laughs> but before they went to Jersey. Uh, but when you think about it, I mean, he was also an all-time great dunker. Uh, yeah. Won dunk contest as well. Had idonic, iconic dunks. Uh, you know, you play with the fro, that 70s, like, that huge 70s froze. Converse. <laughs> you know, he was a scoring machine, too, like, in his prime. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate because, like, uh, most of his prime was actually spent in the ABA, not the NBA. By the yeah. time he came to the NBA, uh, he had a, you know, don't get me wrong, he had, he won a championship with the Sixers playing with Moses Malone um, and stuff. But, like, his prime years is really in the ABA when he was really dominating, getting, like, 27 a game. Yeah. Getting to the rack. Um, was re- like I said, was really great at getting to the rack. Uh, obviously, the three-point shot wasn't big back then. He used to Euro, too. Yeah, he used to Euro, too. Uh, Pretty he, much glide when he was going to dunk. Great movement, great footwork. Yeah, great footwork, yeah. You know, and he was, uh, you know, when he had that, he won a championship, like I said, with Moses Malone and the Sixers. Went great up documentary about the ABA. They talk a lot about uh, yep. Dr. J. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. He's great. Uh, and then you have, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, when you play with those Sixers teams, just going up against uh, the Lakers, I believe they beat yeah. in the finals. They beat the Celtics on the way to go in there. They were kind of one of those few teams in the 80s because, like I said, it was dominated by Lakers and Celtics. So they were one of those few teams that kind of snuck in and won a ring. Um, you know, the Houston Rockets with Ralph Sampson and uh, Kim Elijah on snuck to one finals. They lost against the Celtics. They beat the Lakers in the upset. Yeah. Um, you know, the Pistons broke in and won some championships. It was hard to break through, too, when you think yeah. about it. So that, that's an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, because I mean, you look at <laughs> Lakers, Lakers and Celtics had super teams, really. Yeah, they just dominated every. Yeah, their starting lineups all in the Hall of Fame, pretty much. Yeah, I mean that that Sixers team <laughs> was also a super team, also. And it's crazy because Daryl Dawkins, Daryl um, Dawkins, Mo Cheeks, Mo Cheeks is really good. People don't talk about him. Yeah, Mo Cheeks is underrated as far as just a great. Uh, you probably say like three and D type uh, point, point guard. guard, run your offense. Yeah. 
um, you know, like say like in an NBA stats, Julius Irving, you know, Dr. J averaged 22 and six. Pretty good. Respectful. Pretty, yeah, respectful. 50% uh, shooting from the field goal, from the, uh, yeah. from the court. Uh, you know, those, those are good numbers, uh, I would say, for sure. And, it's, it's and that's a guy that spent all his time in the ABA, so imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, you think about it. I mean, his numbers in the ABA were, were great, too. I mean, his yeah. first few years, he averaged like 27, 31, 29. Like, he was dominating. When, uh, I believe he won some championships in the ABA as well. Uh, yeah, with the, with the New York uh, Nets back then so you know gotta give him his flowers uh you know guys like jordan look up to him and you know yeah. give him his flowers and just say like it wasn't for him they wouldn't be in the nba he's still around the league like you know talking to these young guys yeah i wish more guys these young kids today would kind of just speak to the ogs and the vets and kind of just pick their brain because yeah. i feel like you know these a lot of these kids today like all they want to do is just shoot threes they have no mid-range a lot of them aren't really skilled they're just freakishly athletic uh, oh, fun fact too about Julius Irving. Yeah, he went to UMass. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, a lot of people don't remember that, but yeah, he went to UMass Amherst. And um, LeBron said that he wore number six in New Jersey, um, Miami, because of him. So, I mean, he 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 has a lot of he he has a impact on you know the generation. Yeah, I won a championship in 1983. Uh, yeah. You know, when you think of Sixers, you think of him, you think of AI. Uh, it's pretty much the, the top two guys. Maybe Embiid will be up there one day. Oh, yeah. Embiid will definitely, ho if he continues. Yeah, if he could just stay healthy. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely be there. Yeah, it's a big if, unfortunately, for the big man. But now we're getting into the top three. And at number three, we got KD. Kevin Durant. Scoring assassin. Slim Reaper. The Slim Reaper, just a scoring assassin, started off his career in OKC. Well, really, a Sonics, actually. A Sonic, yeah. Yeah, and then they moved to OKC. It's funny, because when he first got drafted, they were saying him and uh, Jeff Green were going to be uh, the Scott. He's going to be joining. Jeff Green was going to be Scottie Pippen, but little did they know they had Westbrook coming. <laughs> they had Harden coming, and Jeff Green never became a superstar he was just a really solid role player yeah he still is a good role player um to this day yeah to this day he's still in the league mm -hmm. it's crazy uh but yeah you know kd i mean he's a guy who can score every way possible like he can yeah. just pull up from the logo mid-range rookie of the year going to the rack rookie of the year 20 a game yeah, right off the bat right off the bat right off rip People were, were uh, like saying, "Oh, he might be a bad pick because like he couldn't bench French like what 185 when he was in a combine, which yeah. means absolutely nothing." <laughs> like that means nothing. I hate those combines. I'm like all those workouts and stuff that they have those guys doing. I'm like these mean absolutely nothing. He could bench a lot now. Yeah, I mean he's older. He did get bigger, but he didn't get like super big. Yeah, no, it's like um like KG yeah. like um. You know, what's his name? They said that same thing about KG. They're like, yo, he's too small. He's too skinny, yeah. but, you know, they put on, yeah, they put on some weight and they got much better. I mean, you look at KD, he played with Westbrook. Westbrook all about skill. Yeah, it's all about skill. Like, that combine stuff, like how high a guy can jump and all this stuff is just nonsense. I don't even know why they even still have that. Like, exactly. if I was one of the top guys, like, I know it's going to be top three pick, I probably wouldn't even go to that thing, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, for what? <laughs> If you want to see what I could do, watch my highlights in college. <laughs> yeah, see what I could do. You know, like here's who, my video. Yeah, like who cares if he can't bench 185 and 
doesn't matter at all. But yeah, I mean, you know, started off his career with um, you know, Sonic slash OKC. They went to the finals with uh, he went to the finals with Westbrook and Harden. In 2014. 2014. Uh, unfortunately, they lost to LeBron and the Heat within five. Yeah, he showed up. He did his thing. Harden was the one who didn't do anything. Yeah, I, the Westbrook had too many turnovers. Typical story of his yeah. career. <laughs> people, don't, people don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's just his, his co-stars didn't really show up. Yeah. Ibaka was nowhere to be found. I think Chris Bosh shut him down. <laughs> Ibaka was just a defender, man. Just a yeah. rim protector. That's really all he, he was. Uh, he started shooting threes later on, and I was just like, come on, bro. Is he still in the league? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's on, still um, but he's the Raptors. Uh, he's a little washed. No, he's not oh the no, Clippers. 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 He's yeah, washed yeah. though. Yeah, he's washed now. I mean, he's not the same. He was just a rim. I still to this day do not understand why <laughs> OKC chose him over uh, Harden. I mean, well, Harden like, needed his own team. Yeah, he I wouldn't mean, be on the list. Maybe, but I think their GM should have been fired just from that alone. Like, yeah. if I was the owner, I would fire him. Because <laughs> when you think about it. Even if they got rid of Ibaka, what would they really lose? They would have. They still had other power forwards who stepped up in their lineup. They yeah. had that Collison kid. Yeah, but now that I remember, it wasn't their GM fault. It was the owner. He just didn't want to pay Harden, Harden because you know he'd be a lot of money to keep, and you know the OKC is a small market. Yeah, they are. So I, I it wasn't really the GM's fault. It was the I still don't fault. care about them. Yeah, no one cares about that, especially now that Westbrook's gone. Like, yeah, no one cares about nobody that. really. Cares. I like SGA. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, but he gotta go. I think he. Sh- if I was him, I would try to leave. Yeah, he's not staying there. No way. Yeah, I'll try to leave. I'll go play with somebody who could just facilitate me the ball, so I could just get yeah, buckets. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, it would be SGA. But oh uh, yeah, it's crazy because he should have been a Clipper too. SGA. Yeah, uh, Doc. Doc didn't know how to use him. Doc was forcing him to play a position that he really wasn't. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Doc. Doc did a lot of errors. <laughs> yeah, he's an overrated yeah, coach. Video about Doc. <laughs> yeah, he's an overrated coach. Doc bro. did a lot of things that wasn't supposed to. That's a. Uh, I'm going off topic, but Doc did a lot of weird stuff in this a league. A lot, like he's trash with Orlando Celtics. He lucked into like KG and Ray Allen being traded there. <laughs> didn't get Tim Duncan when he had a chance. Didn't get Tim Duncan. The Clippers when he was with. Uh, CP3 and Blake and DeAndre. I feel like they should have won a ring. Like, never really did much. Matt was saying they should have won two, at least one. Yeah, at least one. Uh, never really did much there. And then he went back to the Clippers, yeah. <laughs> lost his job, and then <laughs> they gave it to Tyron Lou. Where's he coaching at now? The um, he's on the Sixers. Oh yeah, the Sixers. That's right. Yeah, they're doing they're doing good now, but um, we'll see. Yeah, they'll be better when if they can trade Ben Simmons or bring him back. Who knows? KD won two rings in um, Golden State when he joined. That that was the biggest. That was weird to me because um, they were up. They were in Game Seven and they just couldn't beat Curry. That's crazy. They were up three one on the Warriors. They lost, and then he just went and joined the team that he lost to. Uh, that was wild to me. Supposedly Draymond was calling him in the parking lot, being like, "We need you." And he came through and saved the day, I mean, because they dominated the league when he came there. Yeah, they did. Nobody could beat them. Nobody. The Rockets were close if they just weren't dumb (laughs) and taking all those threes. The Rockets were close. Like, they missed, like, 27 threes in a row. I still think the Rockets would have lost the finals. To the Cavs, probably. Yeah, I still do think so. I think the Cavs would have shut them down. 
because uh, CP3 got injured, actually, so yeah. they probably would have. That would have been another ring for LeBron. He would have had five, probably. Yeah, five, yeah. You know, but KD, KD, he really put that team over top. Uh, he just, it's kind of like we were talking about earlier, where, like, guys, if you, you know, the ring means everything. Uh, we were talking about off-air. So that was one of the reasons why him and LeBron kind of just clicked up and created these super teams, because they're like, well... Everyone says if we don't win a ring, we're pretty much nothing. So we're going to run a ring. And then when we win a ring, you guys judge us on how we got the ring. Exactly. So it's like we're just going to do what we want to do. Super sensitive guy. Um, always <laughs> in social media. He, I, back. I kid you Burner not, accounts. if you if you write something under his page, he will answer you. Yeah. Trust. <laughs> Remember that, uh, what was it, Michael Rappaport? Yeah. Him and Michael Rappaport <laughs> going back and forth, and I guess he threatened him. I think they nerfed Michael Rappaport. I haven't seen him ever since. Since then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got nerfed, bro. He did. He, he, they don't invite him on Skip and Shannon no more. None of that mm. stuff. He's done. Shannon did not condone. Shannon did not like that. He was nope, just like quiet during that segment. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you snitching, man. Yeah, you snitching. Yeah, you know, he pretty much got nerfed. We never seen him again. But yeah, you know, Katie now in Brooklyn with Kyrie with Harden. It's crazy to think they. This is like their third year in Brooklyn. Yeah, this is their third this year. This is their third Bro- year, and they haven't won a ring yet. Yeah, so uh, you remember when LeBron like went to the Heat? Like they were on him like from the year one. He needs to win, and Katie still hasn't won anything over there. So it'd be interesting to see like going forward with the rest of his career if he's able to win another ring not being with a super well no he's on a super team now really yeah KD has a lot of pressure it's kind of like you got to be better than LeBron you got to be better than LeBron and it's like this is LeBron's era still top three player in the league right now still yeah yeah uh, him, Giannis. he's better right he's the best now I, I think Giannis is better yeah, I I say Giannis only because he just came off the championship yeah, MVP. So you gotta like take his crown. Um, I'm just one of those to be the man. You gotta beat the man. That's how I look at it. So I got him at number two right now. Maybe Curry three, LeBron four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean he's top one of the top guys in the league still. Still. All time great. When it's all said and done, I mean he'll probably be a top ten all time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I could see that happen. Easily, somebody got to come off that list. <laughs> so the next guy is uh for the number two spot is Larry Bird, Larry Legend. Larry Legend, greatest white player ever. <laughs> I would say. Hey, that. bro, you got to say it as that's, like you see it. That, that's a fact. Um, uh, you know, he was one of those guys who would just talk so much trash. But you know what you love about guys who talk trash? If you could back it up, it's lit. Like, it's lit. Yeah, you know, he was a, he was the type of dude that he would tell guys exactly what he's gonna do and how he's gonna score, and they couldn't stop him at all. He'd be like, "I'm gonna hit you with this little pump fake step back in your face, and there's nothing they could do about it." Um, when you think of when I think of the Celtics, I think of him. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh no, what about Doctor? Um, what about Russell? Bill Russell?" I'm like, nah, nah. Sorry. There's very little video of him, anyways. <laughs> it was the sixties. Larry Bird, bro. It's Larry Bird. He had those. And battles. I'm not a Celtics fan, but he's my favorite Celtic. Yeah, easily, easily. Probably easily. the only Celtics jersey I'd get is probably his. Yeah, absolutely. That you know, thirty-three. That, that thirty-three. I mean, he was a shooter. Um. The first three shooting uh, three-point competitions, he yeah. won those in a row. He used uh, to say, I wonder who's coming in second. Yeah, there was that legendary story where he walked into the locker room and he said, which one are you? Like, N-words is coming in second. Like, <laughs> wow. crazy. Yeah, no one said, said that. He said N-word? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And no one said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he came in, uh, three-time MVP. Uh, finals, three championships, uh, the three fi- no, two finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, I remember Cedric Maxwell won one. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> won one of them. Uh, had those battles in the eighties with, uh, you know, Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, Jordan. Jordan. You know, uh, just so many I- iconic matchups. Uh, you know, great shooter, great scorer. Wasn't athletic really no, at all. No, not at all. Um, he got injured late too in his career. Uh, best friends with back, Magic. Yeah, best friends with Magic. Yeah, he had the back problems that cut his career short. Yeah, uh, but he would have played even longer if he. I think you know, so. Didn't have the back injuries. Uh, he was a winner from jump, pretty much. Like the Celtics were trash when he got there. Yeah. And they immediately won like sixty games, like his rookie year. It's like crazy. Uh, you know, with him and Magic, when you think about how they impacted the league, like Magic won a championship his rookie year. Uh, you know, Bird won like sixty plus games his first year. The Bird Celtics got that rookie of the trash. year. Yeah, Bird got the rookie of the year. Um, you know, just a assassin. And when you think of um, the three position, like before LeBron came, he was easily like the greatest small forward of all time. I yeah, would say so I would say so absolutely. You know, and still up there. I mean, he's a guy who probably could play even in today's league, even though he wasn't athletic. I mean, you look at guys like Luca and James Harden who aren't really athletic like that, but still. He's definitely dominated. invited to the cookout. Yeah, he's <laughs> like with Eminem and those guys. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. You got you to gotta have him at the cookout. Yeah. And he was, um, he always said, like, the best competition growing up was the black people. Yeah, he said he, he took it as disrespect if he had a white player guarding him. Like, yeah. he, he would tell, <laughs> he'd tell the he other team. He told teams, Charles Barkley that. Yeah, he was like, yeah, white boy guarding me? The disrespect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had career averages 24 and 10 and 6. And he was like um, a guy who could do it all also. Like, people don't realize that. Like, 10 boards a game, 6 assists, 24 points a game. Like, you know, he did it all. He was an all-around guy. Uh, you can run your offense through him because, you know, they didn't have, like, a Magic Johnson at point guard mm-hmm. who orchestrated the offense and did it all. Like, that That was all on him. You know what I mean? And, like, he didn't have that long of a career, like, like around 12 years. But, again, that was because three of Three rings. Yeah, three, three rings. Three MVPs. But, yeah, if you look at 12 years, three three MVPs, all those finals appearances, that's that's a great career. That's, that's a Hall a of Fame career. career. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, definitely the second greatest of all time in my eyes. No if fans of butts about it, as far as small forwards. Yeah. <laughs> and coming in at number one, we Thanks got LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, I mean, oh, God, we could be here for like an hour. <laughs> seriously, I mean, like when you think of all his accomplishments from, uh, you know, those finals Same appearances, four-time uh, MVP uh, four-time Finals MVP, uh, scoring titles. It's crazy to think he never won a Defensive Player of the Year because in his prime he was a great uh, defender as well. Yeah, I mean, but you had guys like Dwight and all those guys around, so I could see why he didn't win it. But he always came top three or top four, right? Uh, he was always yeah. close. Yeah, he's always was uh, close. I mean, when you think about – He's one of those guys, kind of like Jordan, where you feel like he could probably win MVP every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there was there was times I remember, like off air, we'd say we think LeBron's the MVP, and then somebody random would get it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And you think about his journey coming in from high school, he had yeah. a lot of pressure coming into the oh, league yeah, because being one. the chosen one, uh, people are looking at him as the next Jordan. You know, he came, came a kid from Akron, had a, like a rough upbringing, no father in his life, uh, raised by a single mom, comes into the league, takes it by storm. Dude, our whole high school, all we heard was LeBron James, LeBron James, when you think about it. Because we got into high school, what, 2004? 
Yeah, like oh yeah. He got cool. drafted 2003, so it's like LeBron, LeBron. It's like the LeBron era. Yeah, and it's yeah. still kind of going. Still going. It's going to be weird when he's not in the league anymore. It is. And everybody that hated on him is going to be like, damn. <laughs> he's, I mean, when you look at his career, he's going to finish with probably the all-time points. He's going to pass Kareem. Uh, My dad would always tell me that the way they hate on LeBron is the way they used to hate on Jordan without the social media. But they yeah. used to hate on Jordan, like, big time. Yeah, social media changed the game because it's like it gave everybody a voice, everybody an opinion. Mm-hmm. So, like, what typically was barbershop talk is, like, on social media. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you get – that's a lot of pressure where, like, game the game. Like, you know, you have a great game, they love you. You have a bad game, they're they talking shit you. about you. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's rough. Um, and, like, you know, his first few years in the league playing with the Cavaliers, he couldn't really get over the hump. No. Didn't have enough help, and people were, you know, getting on him about not winning any rings. So he went to Miami, and he was the villain. Uh, just the way he handled it all with the decision, like, I think he could have handled that better. Yeah, uh, I think so, too. I don't like that he did it on live TV and stuff. I think if he just made a decision, was like, I'm going to the Heat privately, probably would have been handled better. Yeah, that was uh, too much. There was, like, a special. Yeah, and that all that too stuff. Much. It, was a, it was a bit much. He was a villain. Uh, that first year was kind of, you know, they figured it out, but they just didn't have enough. Uh, got a little cocky in the finals and lost. Yeah. Um, but they came back against OKC. Uh, Ray Allen hit that crazy shot the next year in the finals. They came back and beat the Spurs. It was just kind of a shame you think they went to the finals those four years together, four straight years, and two out of two, two out of four. It's not bad, but you would have thought they probably would have maybe I at least. should have got three. Yeah, it's crazy how he's never actually three-peated when you think of, like, Jordan three-peated, Kobe yeah. three-peated. That's, like, the one thing he hasn't really done yet. Um, ten finals appearances, four out of ten. Uh, but, you know, in his defense, that finals record is what it is because he went up against, you know, teams like the Spurs and the, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, those teams uh, are no The joke. Dallas Mavericks, you know, those are, those are tough. Because um, if you look at, you know, Magic's, he was, like, once in the finals nine times, won five. You know, when you're playing against an era with other great teams, yeah. it's going to be tough because, like, you know, in Jordan, like, there weren't any other, like, there weren't any super teams in his era. It was really every team had either one or two superstars, yeah, so there yeah. was more a level playing field, whereas, like, LeBron played an era where, like, although he is the one who kind of started that super team as far as guys just being leaving and kind of yeah, building their own team. Followed. Yeah, so it's like that's what – that's kind of ended up biting him in the ass ultimately because it His caused... greatest ring to me was the Cavs uh, run. I think that was his best ring. Yeah, easily that was his best ring. Um, to go back to Cleveland and beat a team like the Golden State Warriors who had the best record. Yeah, and they were down 3-1. They were down 3-1, and when – they went 3-3. Three, three. LeBron went into the locker room and was like, they yeah. fucked. We fucked them. They're, they're, we're going to win this. That, he told his team we're going to win. Yeah, is that is because of the um, the whole Draymond suspension, too. Like, I don't know what he was thinking, that playoff run, just kicking people in the balls yeah. and doing all like, random stuff. It was stuff. like clear as day. It's like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah. That That's just kind of crazy, like, to think. like, And also, uh, people forgot Andrew... Um, not not by no, what was his name? Their center at the time, the Australian dude. 
Oh, Andrew Bogut. Bogut, yeah. He was uh he got injured in uh, I think game five or game six and yeah. he didn't play for the rest of the series. Uh that was their only rim protection and like once he was gone, like LeBron and Kyrie just free will at the paint. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. That was to me that was his best ring. I think that put him on the map. And that year I thought he should have been M V P. Yeah, he definitely should have been uh, MVP that year, but he won a championship, which is even better, and that yeah. was his greatest. Was in his game. mind, he, he felt like that made him the GOAT. Um, you know, I don't have him as a GOAT. You know, that's a nah. debatable argument. A lot of people have him. I think th- this generation has the, him as their GOAT. Which is, which is understandable, because we could have said Kobe is our GOAT. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. That's who they saw play. Yeah. So I, I, I can't fault them for that. That's yeah. what they've seen. It's not like they're saying, um, you know, Draymond Green or somebody random. Yeah, like, it's it's you know. no different than like um if an older person said like Wilt's the greatest is you know they seen him yeah. playing his prime which we didn't so like we yeah. wouldn't have that same thought process. Uh, yeah. you know so you know but you know back to LeBron I mean you know he's still doing his thing uh, on the Lakers won a championship as well. He's a uh, mogul. A mogul. Uh, his son's going to be coming to the league in a few years. You He's going to have a lot of pressure. Yeah, to follow up that, that's a tough act to follow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. That's some, some big shoes to fill. I wouldn't want to be him. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be him. Um, but, I mean, you just look at his legacy, how he's impacted the league uh, as far as just getting, you know, showing guys that they also have power as the players today, not letting GMs and teams control the narrative or, or um, you know, kind of control the players where it's like guys now are just picking where they want to go, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who they want to play with instead of waiting on uh, these teams to do it. Because as we were speaking about earlier, if you're waiting on the teams to do it, you know, Allen Iverson, they did him dirty. Uh, Magic's did Hell T-Mac yeah. dirty. So I don't really blame a lot of these players for wanting to take things to their own hands. Even look at um Damian Lillard. Like, what did Portland do for him? Nothing. And he's still suffering. And now they're kind of like, now they're like even more messy than before. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy to think like how how much LeBron has really impacted the league from player empowerment to across all sports, really. Uh, He's an activist as well. Mm -hmm. Um, He'll tell you like it is, especially when it comes to like um, social justice and all this stuff. Yeah, social justice. I mean, because you look at um, one of the things that people got on Jordan about was like, uh, Jordan didn't really want to touch that stuff. He just wanted to play ball. Kind of reminds me of like a KD. Um, you know, KD just yeah. wants the ball. That, that's all he cares about. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but LeBron kind of just took that um, that mantle. It's kind of like guys like Muhammad Ali and stuff like back in the '60s and '70s, where they would kind of stand up for um, civil rights, the civil rights movement. You know, LeBron, he's very vocal when anything happens in the black community. Uh, built that school, that I Promise school as well. Yeah, that was uh, that was a really good achievement. Um, he always, and it's funny because they said that he's always wanted to do that, and he did it. Yeah. I he, think he, when it's said and done, he's going to be a billionaire. Easily. He did what uh, <laughs> Dr. Umar has been talking about for over a decade. He, he did that easily. Yeah. You know, I mean, as far as building a school. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Uh, Dr. Umar, he's like, what did you say? Give me your grits. Give me your grit money. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yo, black people spent $19 million on Quaker Oats, and I don't have money for my school. <laughs> 
I was like, bro, holla at LeBron. He already built a school. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Even Kanye built a school. For real. Like, I don't know what you're doing with people's money and their donations. He's bro. not he's not marketing correctly and promoting and he doesn't seem sincere. It's it's just fake. Yeah, like he said if you're not donating, you don't have the right to ask him about what the school's <laughs> doing. And I'm like, So you want me to donate to something when you're not gonna tell me where my money's going? <laughs> What's happening? Like, okay. <laughs> like, I won't Good donate luck. to you. Yeah, exactly. I hope it works out. You know, I don't take no ten years <laughs> to build a school and it's and counting because it still hasn't been built. He's still waiting on the HVAC or something. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Oh man! But, well, what else can we say about LeBron? Um, the Space Jam movie, I guess he did that. He, yeah, still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it, and I'm not crazy about it because that's not my Space Jam. Yeah, no, nah, it's you know we come from a different generation. Yeah. Like uh, we were kids, and also we're not kids anymore. So like yeah, so it's it's different. It's different. You know that that first Space Jam was iconic though, with like all the Looney Tune characters, Jordan. Yeah, you know, it was just an iconic movie. Um, you know, but for this generation, maybe it is. Like, maybe it will be iconic for these kids today. Yeah. I don't know. His um, he's had, he's always been with Nike from day one. Um, oh yeah, classic shoe line. Classic shoe line. So. Yeah, when you when you think of the the greatest cavalier of all time, easily <laughs> um probably second greatest passer of all time after Magic. Yeah, I think he's the second greatest. Some um, people say no, but I don't think so. I think Magic Magic was more flashy. Yeah, like Magic, he um could play all five positions. Yeah. He's he, he's played point point guard before. He's playing center currently with <laughs> everyone being out. Like it's yeah. just crazy. What he's doing now is nuts. Yeah, he's it's, 37 it's years old and just still just crushing it. Yeah. He's my MVP right now. Yeah, you know, even though the Lakers aren't really good, but yeah, I could definitely see him winning it this year. Yeah, he's my MVP right now, but um, we'll see what they do. Uh, trade deadline, we will be talking about that soon. Yeah, it's exciting. A lot of guys, LeBron's going to get some guys shipped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they uh that's oh he's another we got we got to talk about that he's another guy he's a GM he's a GM at heart <laughs> yeah I could definitely see him getting a front office role when he retires yeah well he wants to own a team I think I think he's gonna do it yeah he definitely I mean he owns a I think he's a minority owner in the Red Sox yeah um some soccer teams as well uh, black Liverpool yeah Liverpool so I I definitely think he could you know tail do that in the NBA at some point I mean Jordan. Did it with the Charlotte Hornets. I could definitely see LeBron doing it one day as well. Yeah, would be nice if it was Cavaliers. That would be nice. I don't, I don't know how much they're worth, but I'm sure he can put it. You know, a nice little team together. Yeah, make it happen. <laughs> make it make it happen for sure. Um, hopefully he gets to play with his kid. That'll be nice. Yeah, that'll I think be a nice story. It'll, it'll be, be a, washed. Yeah, it'll be a nice story. I think that'll probably be the only time when he'll uh, leave the Lakers. I think he's really trying to set up shop for the next phase of his career. Yeah. Uh, like I say, he's, he's gonna—he's a mogul. He's gonna probably be a billionaire. Ugh, you better hope he doesn't go to OKC. <laughs> OKC <laughs> or like or the Kings or something like that. Because yeah. it's gonna be a bad team. Yeah, that'd be nice if it was like the Knicks or something. That would be dope. Of course, we'd get him when he's like washed. <laughs> yeah. But if you know, if his son's nice, then I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. It's all good. Man, but that was that was our list. Let us know what you guys think. Did we miss anyone? Mm -hmm. uh, we go know. over these lists every off air and 
really, really put in the time to think about who belongs and who doesn't. Yeah, man, because we think there's a lot of guys that weren't on the list that could have been on the list. Like we were talking about George Gervin. James Worthy. James Worthy didn't make the list. Um, You know, some guys that switched positions like Giannis. uh, The three is a really tough position. Uh, Like I said, guys like Grant Hill who – could have been <laughs> yeah. top ten, but didn't make it. It's it's just it's really tough. This is like one of the premier positions in the league, yeah. and even till today, it's really the most important position. Everybody needs a wing. You need a wing. That three and D wing is, is necessary. You need it. Because most of the best players in the league are the wings. Pretty much. I mean, look at uh, certain teams. They like build their teams with just their starting five's majority wings, even at center. Yeah. Like you look at the. The Raptors the other day, I was watching the Knicks game with the Raptors. Like, literally, OG Adenobi is a center right now, playing a center. So they got a wing at center. Yo, they have no centers because you got to understand they they got rid of Mark. Yeah. They got rid of uh, this dude, uh, Abaka. Yeah. And then that was kind of it. And then they they're trying to build in the draft. There was a rumor they wanted uh, Wiseman for Pascal, but that mm-hmm. was like a long time ago. I don't know how true that is now. Yeah, it's. I think, uh, I think Golden State didn't want that 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 move. Yeah, like I said, the wing position is really important. Like you know, you could literally put out like even the Celtics when they had um Brown, they had Tatum, they had uh what was that dude? He's on a Hornets now. Oh, uh, Gordon, uh, Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Like all playing in the starting lineup. Like you need the wing. It's a crucial position. So. Um, like I said, this list is gonna. There's gonna be a lot of future wings that come in, and they might shake up this list in the future. Time yeah. will tell. Somebody's gonna. Somebody gotta get off. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, time will tell. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to um, follow us on social media, we're on at Pick and Pop Show on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and I'm missing one: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter. Yep. Yeah. If, if you want to donate to the show, it's a dollar sign ca- uh, Pick and Pop Show. And until next time, guys, peace. peace.